welcome to this podcast. I am Gia and with me is Hari. We are student ambassadors for the De- Department of International Development and we would like to talk about our first week coming to LSE last year. Hari is an MSc in Health and International Development student from India and I am an MSc in Development Studies student from Indonesia. Hi Hari! Can Hi, you yeah. believe? Can you believe it's September already again? Like it's been a year. I know I can't believe it, and yeah. Uh, it's been a long journey, but think about this time last year. Let can let's share something that what we did last year upon our arrival. It might be slightly different because of coronavirus, but yeah, yeah. there might be. Uh, something that we can share for um, the next cohort, right? Sure, sure. So what did you do uh, during this week, uh, last September? So last September, I think I arrived around one and a half, one and a, one, one week before uh, mm. the course started. Uh, I stayed in a hall, so uh, moved into the hall. Uh, and then I was going around buying stuff. Uh, <laughs> I even attended a few events at LSE, I remember. Uh, ah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Same. I also arrived like two weeks. Uh, well, I arrived two weeks before the uh, the week zero. So I stayed in a in a friend's house and then also settling down, which was quite was quite a was quite a hectic 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 week. But I moved to. Mm. I moved to also student halls. Okay. How was your How was your week before coming here? So, oh, packing was surely a, a big headache, I think. But uh, on top of everything, uh, I check um, LSE blocks, like several blocks that have been written by students, especially those yeah. who come from like near my region, like Asia. They are helpful, mm-hmm. and also uh, I think we need to make sure that we pack important documents. And also, um, including the RP collection ticket, like that's very important because you need uh, your visa will only expire within a month, and then you leave with your BRP basically. And then, like, you need to check uh, the time and place to collect them, and then collect that immediately upon your arrival because it's it's gonna be like basically your visa. But uh, remember not to carry it all the time because if you lose it, it's gonna yeah. be a big. A big problem and you can just use I only use my driving license here basically just for any ID card because it says it, it says my name and it's in English so if if you have other things like that I think don't carry BRP all the time also I pack some warm clothes not too much because I know I can order online and buy here in London of more better options but um, yeah some warm warm clothes to start because it's already even I'm wearing jumper now. August is already cold <laughs> here, right? Yeah. And then also many other things surprisingly can be found in London, like some food stuff. Um, Asian store has everything uh, for me, and also, uh, but maybe pack some comfort stuff. Um, yeah, which I forget doing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget in packing something? Because with me, I, I forget this this is like an ointment what, what is that it's an it's an ointment um 
is something that you have when you're cold, a very Indonesian okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sell it here. I assume Asian stores right. have everything, but if it's a very essential stuff for you, like a comfort stuff, I would suggest just pack some. Did you okay. forget packing something, Harry? <laughs> uh, I guess, no, I think. I think okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what about bank account how did you do that is this yeah, something I you settled down it it was it was a little complicated process and a lot of students have a difficult time uh, setting up a bank account uh, as a student you have a variety of options uh, so but i think most bank accounts you can start only after coming here especially if you're an international student mm. uh, if you are within the eu then it's different uh, so the main thing is uh, to start a bank account, you need an address proof uh, or and and a, and the letter saying that you're you're a student with the address in it. That's, that LSE provides that, but to get that first, you have to update your address on the LSE for you website uh, LFY, and uh, you need to get the letter from the student services center. But this will be available only if you are a an unconditional offer holder or once you register. And uh, once you have this letter, uh, what you do is you set up a, an appointment with the bank uh, to, set, uh, to set up your bank account. But some banks also offer it online. You can do it online. Uh, the whole process is done online. They, I think they give an app and you take pictures of yourself from different angles, things like that. Take a picture of your ID card. Uh, so it is possible to do it online. But most banks take a, uh, take a, a bit of time. You may be able to get your bank account in the beginning itself. Uh, but to get your card, it may take a while, it may take up to a month. Uh, so you may, you may need to be prepared for that as well. Uh, and also some bank accounts offer uh, student accounts which have some offers like a free rail card or free uh, Amazon Prime or food card, something like that. So you can check that out, check that out as well. And uh, um, and I think there are a lot of discounts as well. Of uh, course. It's <laughs> like people say, used to say to me when I came here, it's like living in London is very expensive, but thank God we have student discounts. It's just, mm -hmm. you need to know what to get. So for me, the two essential discounts would be the A10 plus Oyster, Oyster card. That's for transport. Okay. Like uh, you just check the website on the website of uh, Transport for London, tfl.gov.uk, and then register for the Oyster card, um, depending on your age. And then um, they will verify your identity with LSE that you uh, they just confirm that you're a student and you have been registered. And then you'll get the discount card. It's around 30% though for, um, uh, obviously TFL has packages like yeah. uh, of bus or tube, um, and you can get 30% discount on top of that. And if you have a rail card, you can also connect the two. So if you pay as you go, like if we just pay for one trip or two, that you can still eligible for the 30% discount. So it's very important to get this uh, TFL uh, Oyster card discount. And then the second one would be an app called Unidays. Uh, they have uh, they compiled basically discounts for uh, many brands from clothing, food, um, and some sports stuff as well, and also services. You can just look at the app and then get the discount from there. It's very easy. And one last thing is, I think 
Um, also, Apple and Microsoft offer discount both in store and uh, online once you get your LSE ID. And also, Amazon Prime, Spotify, Netflix, some entertainment that you need these days because yeah. theaters and are closed. So, uh, they offer, also offer student discount. But um, basically, what I did as well, if they don't say student discount, if you want to pay in cashier, just, just ask if they have student discount. Sometimes yeah. they have one and like uh, 10% or something like that, or, or a card. Uh, bonus card or something for students. So just ask, worst case they would say no. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so what about uh, NHS? Do we need to register something, Hari? Because uh, we pay for insurance, but how, how does it actually work with like, if you're sick and you need to see a doctor? Yeah, uh, so the UK has, uh, uh, the NHS, which is the National Health Service, which is it is a public healthcare system. Uh, there are private healthcare uh, facilities, uh, but they are uh, very few and quite expensive. Uh, as a student, especially including international students, we all have the right to healthcare in the UK. Uh, there is a process for registering in the NHS. Uh, it is primarily about registering with a, a GP. It's not like if you don't register, you don't you don't have a right to healthcare. It is just about registering to a local uh, GP. GP stands for um, general practitioner or general practice. So these are local clinics, the primary care facilities uh, that are the, you know, the foundation of NHS. Uh, so these are small clinics with uh, a few doctors and nurses, and uh, they're the first point of care for any, any problems that you might have. Uh, so these small clinics are called as surgeries or GP surgeries. Uh, so you have the right to choose any surgery uh, but preferably something that is close to you and uh, uh, and there is a process to register with a local GP. And uh, most mostly it is uh, going in person and uh, showing your documents, but uh, a lot of GPs are now offering it online as well. So you can do it online. Uh, and uh, so the GP will be your primary uh, point of contact for any issues you have. You can always call them up and ask for doubts. Uh, and if you, if you have any uh, illness, uh, you can get an appointment there and go and see a doctor. Uh, usually it will be like one or two days before you get an appointment, but there is a process to get an appointment on the same day. I think most GPs have like a timing between some nine to 11 when you go there and you can get an appointment on the same day. So just that you'd have to wait for one or two hours. Uh, and then if you have chronic conditions, you can apply for a medical exemption card, which means um, all your medications will be free and the GP will keep in touch with you for your uh, refills. Um, other than the GP, if you have any other emergencies, you can, uh, you can call triple nine, which is the emergency number, uh, and an ambulance will come right away. Or you can go to an emergency department of uh, one of the hospitals nearby. Uh, for example, near LSC, I think it will be the University College of London uh, Hospital, which is near Houston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But try, uh, the thing is in emergency departments, if it's an emergency, they'll, they'll take immediate care. But if it's not an emergency, that will be a long waiting period. So uh, uh, if it's not an emergency, uh, just do GP. You can, yeah, you, you can do the GP, but if it's out of office hours or if it's a weekend, uh, then you have two options. One is to call triple one, which is the NHS helpline, and they can advise, uh, advise yeah. through the phone. Uh, and the second thing is the pharmacies. 
Uh, so all the pharmacies in London, the major ones will have a pharmacist, a trained pharmacist who can give you advice for, you know, uh, simple illness and can even give you medications for that. Uh, so you can just walk up to a pharmacist and uh, talk to them and they can give you medications. And, uh, but now because of COVID, there are a lot of changes. Gia, uh, <laughs> can you tell us about the changes? Yeah, we've been living with this pandemic here while studying basically for the past six months, right? So I think what's important is care you face masks because you're going to need that in public transport, supermarket, or even small stores and museums and any basically any closed space. So it's, it's, it's necessary to carry face masks with you just in case you need to get in something like a closed space. Also social distancing, remember to stay two meters apart with other people who are not in your household um, whenever possible. So, and then also uh, upon your arrival from other countries, like for the first time, check uh, the guidance on self-quarantine, like how long should it be? How should you do that? And um, also check the rules within your residential place, whether you stay in, in somebody's house or a student hall or basically a hotel, hostel, anything, because they usually have uh, regulations on their building, like how you get in, how you get out, and then like um, sanitizing to prevent, like, uh, to, like to prevent overcrowding in the building. So uh, check the rules before you arrive, or once you get in, like make sure you know how uh, to kind of COVID-19 secure behavior. <laughs> And then uh, this is a worst case scenario, Harry, but I think we encountered this in the beginning of the lockdown. Many of us uh, need to self-isolate because of somebody in the household. How, how do you deal with that if, you, if by any chance we need to self-isolate? Yeah, uh, so self-isolation is important to you know, prevent uh, COVID from spreading from one person to the other. Uh, so the NHS recommends you to look out for three symptoms. Uh, in, if you have them, you need to self-isolate, which is one is if you develop a high temperature, which is a fever. A second is if you develop a, a new cough or a continuous cough. And the third, which is recently added, is a, an, a loss of sense of smell or taste. And mm -hmm. if you have any of these symptoms, uh, you need to immediately self-isolate. Uh, you can call NHS triple one. Triple one is the helpline number and they can advise you uh, and uh, uh, they, even a doctor will speak to you over the phone and advise you. Uh, and uh, depending on the advice, you can you can also get tested. Uh, so there are uh, currently walk-in test centers as well as uh, drive-in test centers. And the third option now is uh, a home test kit, which they send uh, the test kit at, uh, to your home and you can test and uh, send it back. Uh, so testing options are there, but you can do all of this in, in with, with help from uh, NHS triple one as well as your local GP. Uh, uh, but uh, the important thing is that you'll need to isolate for, I think it's currently one week or I think two weeks, it depends. So you, and it's just triple one will be able to advise you on that. Uh, and it is not just you, but everybody in your household as well. So that means if you are in um, a hall, everybody who's living within, uh, in, in your flat, the, the people you share your kitchen with, or the people you share your bathrooms with, uh, they all have to be uh, isolating themselves. Um, and then uh, only if it's a severe case, you, uh, like, uh, you will be asked to uh, go to the hospital and get admitted and things like that. But most cases, uh, especially 
in, in a student-age group, we'll only need uh, self-isolation if it's uh, mild symptoms or uh, if, if yeah, if they're mild symptoms. And so, uh, uh, yeah, when you're isolating, it can be tricky to get uh, food and essential stuff, but uh, there are a lot of arrangements made for that. If you're staying in a hall, uh, they will have arrangements to get food to your room. Uh, they will have, uh, they'll usually have like in the hall that I stayed, they had a, a system where there were volunteers who were helping each other out. And if you wanted anything uh, to be bought, they would actually go to the supermarket and get things for you. Uh, and if you're staying in a, uh, in a flat or uh, somewhere outside by yourself, uh, there is, there are uh, local volunteers. You, uh, you, you, you may find uh, phone numbers put up in bus stops or uh, if, if that is also not there, uh, you can uh, call NHS and they can uh, get you in touch with a volunteer responder. There's a, a huge team of volunteers in the UK called as Good Samaritan Volunteers. So they can help you with getting uh, groceries or anything like that. Uh, even otherwise, you can, you know, once you come to the UK, you can make, you can, as you make friends, you can, you know, make a deal with somebody saying we will help each other out when we self-isolate. Uh, that's what. So, uh, Anything else, Gia? Uh, I don't know what did you do for settling down, like uh, <clears throat> buying stuff. Because with me, I I like uh, to. Last year, I went to Primark a lot, and also yeah. I went to bigger Tesco's. Like, cause small Tesco's don't have cutleries, but like bigger Tesco's, they have cutleries. Mm. If you don't want to go to specific stores like Argos or something like that. But how do you do shopping these days with COVID, with, with with coronavirus? Did it, did it change? Yeah. Uh, I think, I'm not very sure, but I think a lot of stores have opened up. Uh, Primark is a great store to get a lot of cheap stuff. Uh, but if you're looking for a little, um, if you want something good quality, I mean, uh, there are other options like John Louis and Harrods. Yeah. Uh, uh, there are a lot of stores that deliver to your house as well as uh, Amazon and Ikea that deliver to your house. So uh, you can make use of that. Uh, Argos also uh, delivers to yeah, your house. They yeah, deliver you to get, our house. Even, even I think mattresses can be, they'll, they'll deliver to your house. Uh, so a lot of things can be delivered. Other than that, books, I think Waterstones have opened up, stationery, Ryman's have opened up. Ryman yeah. is great for stationeries. And they also, I think both these stores, most of these stores, I think, give student discounts at least 10%. Yeah. Just remember to wear face coverings when you get to, to stores. Store. Mm. So I think. That will wrap up what we did this time last year, isn't it? The rest is just catching up with reading list and making new <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and course selection. Yeah, course selection. I'd say good luck for the for the incoming students. Hope you enjoy London. Beside LSE. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Harry. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.